0: Thank you for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired Youth Success Week, keeping you in the know with Angel the Cool Smart Chick,
1: Jekyll and Carr,
0: Young People's Crime. Sit back and Enjoy.
2: generation need you. God, you said that in the last days you shall pride your spirit upon all flesh. You said that the young people shall prophesy and God, the young people need you like never before for the enemy is on attack. So now, God, I pray against all type of gun violence. I pray against the shootings that's in our schools. I pray against suicidal thoughts. I pray against drugs. I pray against bullying. And I speak over the lives of the young people that they would not fall into the hands of temptation. The young people will get back in place with you They will hunger for holiness And the hunger will be so great That it will be unexplainable In the name of Jesus God, I declare right now That we, your young people We will present ourselves in the sacrifice Our lives are in your hands We make the choice we make the vow right now uh, that God, we will not, uh, we will not give in to peer pressure. Uh, we will not give in. God's a suicidal God. We will not give in and to what the enemy has to offer. We will not give in and to the bless of the enemy. But God, we stand and we say we will be holy. We will keep our bodies pure. We will keep our bodies pure. We'll keep our minds pure in the name of Jesus. We will not give in to drugs. Give in to drinking, we will not give in to smoking, but God, we will stand for holiness, we will stand for what's right, so God, we. And God, we stand right now And we say we will be the one We will be the one That will show the enemy That he is a liar He will not have all the young people He will not have our minds. We will be the one We will be the example. We will be the chosen In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Young people right there up your hands and begin to tell God,
0: What's up guys, I'm Angel, the cool, smart chick, and yes, I will be your host for the first annual Youth Success Week, keeping you in the know, I'm Veronda Bellamy Inspired. I am so excited to be your host this week, and we have a of week of topics, discussions, guests, and so much more. <laughs> Trust me, you will feel well prepared for each of your specific journeys by the end of this week. But before I go any further, allow me to share with you a little about myself and why this week is so important to me. First off, I'm a rising senior psychology major at the illustrious Selma College located in Atlanta, Georgia. I believe in inspiring others to find yourself, love yourself, and be no one else but your best self. Again, I'm Angel, the cool smart chick, and yes. I am her, and she is me. (laughs) Now, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time today, first off, I would like to welcome you all to the show. Even though you missed yesterday's very important topic of relationships, it's still good to have you tuning in. So don't miss another day, okay? (laughs) But even if you do, questions and interviews will be available on iTunes and the app Spreaker. And you can always go to Veronabellamy dot com to listen to the shows from this week and all of the other shows from the previous seasons. But let's move on to today's topic, which is school and grades. I think this is a very important topic because that's what college is about, right? Getting that education, right? Even though there are many different fun and exciting experiences to be had and memories to be made, let's not forget the reason why our parents obtain all of this money, and why we're borrowing all of this money from Sally Mae, it depresses me <laughs> just thinking about it. But you know, if God brought me to it, He can bring you through it, right? Amen. Okay. <laughs> But now, let's start off talking about one of the most important and maybe hardest decisions you'll make in college, which is choosing a major. The best thing for you to do will be to find a topic that you're interested in. Now, let's not focus on money either. Think of something that you would love doing even if it was for free. That's something, huh? There's only a few things that we actually wouldn't mind doing even if we weren't paid for it. So that's the beauty in doing something that you truly love. Now, along with finding your major, people expect you to know what you like to do for your future job. And personally, I think that's a little crazy. Come on now. Have you met some of these 18-year-olds today? Some of them don't know if they're coming or going. But this is their first taste of freedom, and you really expect them to have their whole future mapped out? Nah. Nah. To my folks that have graduated and are about to graduate from high school, don't worry if you're not completely sure what you want to do in the future. Trust me, you are not alone. There will be many other students in your same position. And hey, even if some students seem to have it all knocked out, they we just you putting on a and this, And at this time, everyone is nervous and just trying to find their way. But another thing that isn't often mentioned is that a lot of people don't end up doing things specifically pertaining to their major.
2: So it's okay.
0: A word of advice is to start off with the prerequisites that your college requires, if they require any. And this could save you a couple of semesters to explore different things and find out what you really like. Now, aside from picking a major, there are many other, other decisions you need to make, including choosing the clubs you want to join, if any. So in high school, clubs can oftentimes be just for fun, maybe with minimum responsibility. But in college, it's a different story. Yes, clubs can be fun, but they can also be stressful. Especially if you're part of the E-board, which is like the president, vice president, treasurer, all that stuff. But don't let my little negativity deter you from joining any club that you find interesting. There are many different clubs with many different missions. And all of them, I'm not so serious, so don't worry. I know that even in the serious ones, the members try to always make it fine. So as for me, I have been a part of many different clubs. You know, one club that I'm actually the treasurer of is the Spanish club. And no, you don't have to be Hispanic or even speak Spanish fluently. You just have to have an interest in the culture and be a dependable person. So whether you're part of the E board or just another member, oh yeah, and another thing is dues. In college or well, from my college experience, dues are very important. We don't think that, that ten dollars you're paying in dues is going into someone's pocket. It's being saved for, you know, the special events and supply snacks for the future meetings. So now another type of club or organization is a sorority or fraternity. So now I'm sure all of you have seen the movies or, you know, some are, or even seen some in person. And most of us have heard of, you know, The Divine Nine, which is, you know, Alpha Kappa Alpha, um, Alpha Phi Alpha, Delta Sigma Theta, Omega Psi Phi, uh, Sigma Gamma Rho, Kappa Alpha Psi. Zeta Phi Beta, Phi Beta Sigma, and Iota Phi Theta. You know, once you're in college, this is just like secondhand memory. It's easy. <laughs> but these are not the only ones, though. There are many others at different institutions. So if you do choose to join one, be sure to join one that suits you best and not for a superficial reason. <laughs> okay? Now, But for one of the most important things that everyone has concerns about is um, including the students that are already in college, too, not just the ones coming to college or the dorms. So, of course, everyone is concerned because you're moving away from home for the first time, and now you have to share a room with a complete stranger. Who knows if this person is clean, if they're loud, they snore, or even if they steal, that's a lot of added stress. So, along with sharing a room, let's talk about the community bathrooms that go along with these dorms. So, in a lot of dorms on your particular floor, there's one bathroom with a few stalls and showers. And no, it's not enough for every single person, so everybody doesn't get their own shower. So, my advice is to get there early so you'll be able to get a shower without waiting. <laughs> But two important things you'll need for this process are shower shoes to wear when you take a shower. So, like flip flops are just fine. You know, nobody wants to get any fungus or anything that's nasty. <laughs> and a shower caddy to carry your soap and your toothbrush and your other things to and from the bathroom. These things don't have to be very expensive. You know, Walmart always has dollar flip flops. And I found a little caddy at Family Dollar before for cheap. So yeah, those little things will definitely come in handy. But an added pressure to the community bathrooms is visitation. So if you're a young lady, you may have, you may choose to walk to the bathroom and you know your underwear. If you don't stay in a coed dorm, and I'm not trying to be vulgar or anything, I'm just being real. So ladies, you know how it is when you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. But anyway. So when you're trying to go to the bathroom or take a shower, you may not be fully dressed, okay? So what happens when the girl from down the hall is walking her boo or her boyfriend to her room? A disaster, right? <laughs> now, she's mad at you and you look like you're trying to seduce him. <laughs> but in order to prevent the unthinkable... <laughs> Buy a bathrobe or one of those towels with the Velcro velcro strip. You know what I'm talking about. You know, in order for it to stay on your body. But I know that may have been some advice that a lot of you are like, duh, I'm joking. But if any of you are like me, when I was in high school, I owned a bathrobe, but I never used it. So, yeah, shout out to the inventor of bathrobe. <laughs> Thank you for that. But, you know, along with watching out for a person of the opposite sex in the hallway, you have to keep an eye on your room as well. That's why it's best to have an open line of communication with your roommate or roommates. Now, I'm not saying y'all have to be best friends or anything. And Another word of advice is it's okay to not be BFFs with your roommates. As long as both of y'all or all of you respect each other in your spaces, then it'll be fine. But this goes along with letting them know that you have bae coming over. You don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, right? And if your roommate is like, well, I'm kind of having a bad day and just want to be comfortable in the room without any visitors, you know, just be considerate, inspect their wishes, and respect their wishes. I mean, we've all had those days, right? So just be courteous to your roommates and just pray that they'll do the same. But enough with the negatives. Let's talk about the upside of staying in the dorm. The best thing for me is not having to pay rent every month. Even though it's included tuition, I'm glad I don't have the added stress of worrying about how I want to come up with the money each month. But the one thing that everyone experiences in the beginning is the bonding. Oh, right. <laughs> Remember, I told you that everyone's just a big mixture of. Nervousness and excitement I remember everyone going door to door Introducing themselves And you know starting conversations And that was a great experience for everyone And your RAs Which are the students that are over your hall They may have different icebreakers Or bonding activities For everyone to participate in So those are usually fun And they sometimes provide snacks So yeah that's always good But don't let your dorm placement Discourage you if it's that bad, you can always ask for a different placement. And besides, you will definitely go by very fast. So just be patient and make the best of the situation. But now we're going to talk about one of the most popular places on the campus, the cafeteria. <laughs> yes, the cafe is always popular on any campus. Even though a lot of people complain about the cafe, but that's normal anywhere, so... The calf always has really bad days, so at least you don't have to cook now, right? Well, one of the most popular days on campus is dun, 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 fried chicken Wednesday. <laughs> now, I say Wednesday because that's the particular day for my institution, but it's different for different ones. But yes, those are the days where you absolutely have to get there on time. <laughs> Actually, if you get there on time, you may still be in the back of the line. So just get there early and wait if you have somewhere to be because the lines are always
2: ridiculous.
0: (laughs) But now let's go on to something different. Let's talk about studying. So I know, I know. I'm getting sleepy just thinking about it. But it is essential to pass all of the classes. So some of you may think that, oh, I don't study now. I still get straight A's. That's fantastic, but (laughs) college is another story. Studying is crucial to your success in college. One thing that can either help you or distract you are study groups. And it's fun to be around your friends, but sometimes you have to choose the right people to study with. And I know it's hard for me to study with friends sometimes because we may waste time talking or just distracting each other by looking at something on the internet, like, oh girl, look at World Star or Ooh, get on Facebook right click. Yeah. That's the distraction. But hey, it's whatever suits you best. Some people do uh study in groups and some people don't. So it's okay to let your friends know you'll sit the stage group out this time so that you can fully focus. And don't forget that the little things matter too. You will notice the difference between an A or A minus or a B plus, B, and B minus. Those little marks have an impact on your GPA. And one of the things that always makes me nervous is when a teacher says that a test, a paper, or a project is worth 20% of my grade or anything above normal amount. It's like this one assignment can either make me or break me. And on those assignments, you have to work extra hard and do not procrastinate. Trust me, I'm the queen of procrastination. It may seem funny after you reminisce on staying up all night typing a research paper, but I know it won't be funny while you're doing it. The best thing to do is to set aside some time each day to work on these big assignments. That way, you have the time to review, and if you're done early, your professor may even look over your work and give you some advice. So not only will you get help from your professor, but he or she will see that you're a hard worker, and that may be the difference between a B plus and an A minus on your final grade. And I'm not saying that you have to be a teacher's parent in college, but you need to have a relationship with your professors. I myself struggle with that even to this day. But when your teachers have office hours, which are, you know, the certain times during the week that students can stop by their offices and speak with them, just stop by every once in a while. It doesn't have to be for an hour, but just check in with them and ask how you're doing in class. You can even get homework help sometimes. But these little things let your professor know that you're a concerned student and are taking initiative. This is good, too. When you need a little recommend, excuse me, a letter of recommendation for certain things you want, like studying abroad or a summer internship or even graduate school. <laughs> so, a lot of professors don't like to, don't like to, or even won't write letters for students that they don't know. So it's best to get acquainted. And now for the very, very important topic of money. Yes, so when you arrive to college, you will see that a lot of students are beefing (laughs) with the financial aid. Now, at the beginning of the year, everyone is at the financial aid office trying to figure out how they're going to pay for the school year and all that. So now thinking about it now, you may think, oh, that's a little embarrassing. But once you get to college, you will see that it's nothing to be ashamed of. (laughs) everyone has the hustle to pay tuition and as long as you're able to stay in school that's all that matters but some folks are blessed with lovely scholarships in order to help pay for tuition there are so many different scholarships out there you just have to search for them so one very popular scholarship is the gates millennium scholarship now this scholarship funds the full tuition of the awarded students through our undergrad and even some graduate program. So the application, it opened August 1st, and the deadline is January 13th, 2016. So I'm just going to give you guys the criteria so that you can go ahead and apply. So you have to be African American, American Indian, Alaskan Native, Asian American, Pacific Islander, or Hispanic American. You have to be citizens, legal permanent residents, or nationals of the United States. Uh, you have to have a 3.3 on an unrelated 4.0 scale or earned a GED. Uh, you have to have demonstrated leadership abilities through participation in community service, extracurricular, or other activities to meet the federal, federal Pell Grant eligibility criteria. Uh, Enroll for the first time at a U.S. located, accredited college and university in the fall as a full-time degree-seeking first-year student, uh, have completed and submitted their application by deadline, and have the following forms completed and submitted by the deadline on their behalf. So that's the a nominator form, and that's an evaluation of the student's academic record, and a recommender form and evaluation of the students' community service and leadership activities. So now, if any of you guys think that you fit the criteria, please go to www.gmsp.org and apply. Remember, the deadline is January 13th, and please do not wait until the last minute. Oh, I've given over $4.3 not million, billion, Dollars to students in scholarships and grants. So, if you attend or plan to attend to one of their 37 member institutions, please go on their website, www.uncf.org, to search for scholarships. And if you're not sure if your institution is a UNCF partner, then just go on their website and see if you can find your school. And now, along with these two wonderful websites, scholarships there are many others but some of the most popular are scholarships.com and fastweb.com and on these websites there are many different scholarships with many different criteria so everyone should be able to find some that they can apply for but aside from the online scholarships students can also find scholarships within their community Sometimes community programs or even churches award students with, with scholarships. There may be some in your neighborhood that you're eligible to receive if you go look them. And even at your institution, there are different scholarships. So some students are awarded these scholarships before they arrive, and others are there for you to apply for them. So, if you go on the school's website or talk to someone in financial aid, you may be able to find some scholarships right for you. Okay, so now we have a very special guest coming on the show. His name is Deion Chapman. He is a 21 year old native of Ansonville, North Carolina, and is currently residing in Winston Salem, North Carolina. He attends the Winston-Salem State University as a senior health care management major and also participates in various clubs like the H Club, Ranger Rams, and Inspirational Voices. He's a devout Christian and attends Pleasant Hill Baptist Church of Ansonville, North Carolina, under the leadership of Reverend M. Andrew Davis. And in his spare time, he enjoys hanging out with friends, reading and recreational activities. He also loves to sing and write music with his cousin. One of his favorite scriptures from the Bible is Proverbs third chapter, fifth verse, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. So without further ado, Dean, are you there? Dean, are you there? Okay. Hey Dean. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right, how are you?
1: I'm doing good.
0: That's good. So, first off, let's talk about the coursework in college. So, was the coursework you received in college uh, significantly harder than the work in high school?
1: Well, it was kind of harder because um, at first, when I was in high school, I went to early college. So... um, if you went to early college, you could kind of get a experience of high school and college classes. But at the same time, it's still not the same time. It's like going to like a institution um, a, um, or whatever. Going you want something like that, that's very difficult because classes um, are like harder than not just high school and then some college classes on the side. So it was kind of harder for me to do, it. even though I had a little bit of experience with it, it still was a little bit harder.
0: Okay. Okay. So, did you feel like you had to study more in college than you did in high school?
1: Yes, I did. I I mm-hmm. studied. I I really do study more now that I'm in college than in high school. Because high school, I didn't study as much as I could have, but I still did study, but not as much. But college, it really, would just sit down and just study because you got to um, know the material. When you get in class, because the teacher might ask you, a professor might ask you a question, and also the, like the assignments they give you, you have to know that material clearly enough for you to um to do well on it.
0: Okay, yes. Yeah. So, what were some of your positive study habits that you had in college? Um,
1: well, well most of the time I do. I try to have a attitude about it, even though. Studying sometimes it gets you like, okay. i got you study. but it's very important you have a good, positive attitude about studying because because you go into a bad attitude, you you might not get what you really need out of it. And you really can enjoy it more if you have a positive attitude. And also, um, I just make sure like when I I'm at like a place where um where I'm where I'm just where I can just sit there and focus. Sometimes I study my role. Sometimes I study in the hot um, bed at my school. That's so quiet where I could just sit there and focus. And um, I studied with other people um, in my um, classes where I asked them if they wanted to come study with me. And that always helps because you get to study um, um, with with multiple people and stuff like that. So that always helps me out when I study.
0: Okay. All right. So what were some things that you noticed that uh, distracted you or could have distracted you from your study while you were in college.
1: Well, sometimes uh, I know like um majors and stuff like that that you have to attend, but also you are trying to study and get prepared for this exam or whatever. And you have like these different like events on campus that be going on. You might want to go to your friends can kind of distract, distract you from that from that as well. So them types of things like that kind of attracted um, me you when know, I was in college, like why I'm in college now. Okay. Stuff like
0: that. All right. So do you feel that a person's GPA defines them as a person, or how do you feel about that?
1: Um, I think it can define you, but then. Um, I think it can because, like, um, if you're just trying to like get into like a, like for people that are in high school, like you should trying to like get into a certain college. It's very important that you do well while you're in high school now, mm-hmm. so, so you can go that college. You um you can't attend that institution, but on that on that I also don't think it's pretty much defined because you really can have you really can have like a. 2.8 or 2.9, or something like that, and you still can be smarter than some other people that got 3.5s and 4.0s. You know, it, 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 it doesn't necessarily mean you're not smart just because you have a lower GPA, you know, for anything like that. So, therefore, I think that it can impact, it can affect the type of person you are, and then it cannot affect the type of person you are.
0: Okay. So, let's talk about relationships between students and their professors. So, how important is it to you that you have a relationship with your professors?
1: It is very important that you have that relationship. Mm-hmm.
2: Because,
1: um, thing you never know, like, why um, you might want to do, like, because for me, I know I'm going off to, um, um, graduate school after I finish. So it's very important. That I instill them relationship with my different professors, so that they might can help me. Cause they might um, know somebody that in, in my field where I want to pursue or something in that nation. And then also it's very important that you get, can you, get can you get help with the assignments that they assign. Because like if you don't n- never be um ask questions in class, or you don't never ask um stop by the office and just. just Take and say where well, I'm. I'm kind of. I need help with this. I Need help with that. I mean, how do you expect to get help for them if you never like stop by and ask and um? It's just, just kind of like just to show that you're concerned about your grade and that kind like, of. I mean, you can get help by studying and, and other things on, on campus, but when you talk to professor, you really can understand what they really ask you about whatever their um assignment is. So that's why I think mm-hmm. it's very important.
0: Okay, so what are some of the ways that you went about gaining relationships with your professors?
1: Um, just like I, I said, I just um stop by the office sometimes. Like, um, when, when I'm in class, I ask questions in class. Like, um, I, I just shout um, try to just show the that I'm concerned. And, like, like um, sometimes I, I send them emails, like, to different assignments and stuff. And, um... I guess I just pay a good, um, student. I try to be a good student when I'm in the, when I'm in class.
0: Okay, <laughs> yep, that's the best thing to do. So, uh, finally, is there any advice that you have for the listeners
1: about college? Um, well, I'll just say that um, it's, it's not high school, so don't don't no, go in and think it is it's going to be like high school. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of difficult, but it's also a good experience for you. I, I advise anybody. I mean, they say college is not for everybody, but I think for me, it was a good experience because I I had to open up more. I got to um, to um, learn how other people are and just kind of like get that experience, that college experience. And also, I, was, I, I also um learn about um. Myself as well. When I was in college, I learned what things I don't like, what things I do like, and what I would just say: um, just have fun, just and um, just how um, to so you know your um, best in school, and um, just I guess just have, have make sure you have a good experience. Mhm.
0: Okay, everyone. So Dion, just drop some real knowledge on us, and I would just like to thank you, Dion, for taking the time out of your schedule to come and talk to
2: us.
1: You are so welcome. I'm so I also <laughs> was happy to be able to just do all that you asked me to be a part of this. Because I mean, I, so I wish I had this type of advice. You know, this type of program like, that that kind of helped me with whenever I went it, whenever I was in the, the teen college and. All that stuff. So it's good, always good to have some type of advice for you to go in so you, so you don't really can go in a situation blind and not knowing things, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, you're right. Now, if anyone oh. wants to get in contact with you uh, to ask you for any advice or any questions, how can they reach you?
1: Um, you asking me um at my school email, which is, B. Patman, pun one two at E D U. Okay. So
0: there you have it, folks. And thank you, Ben, and have a blessed one.
1: You're welcome, and you too.
0: Thank you. Okay, you guys. So that was wonderful. So I hope that y'all were taking notes. Let's see. This is the kind of stuff you will hear every day. And even though it's already day two, we're just getting started. So we're definitely keeping on the know. Like I said before, we have a loaded week, so y'all tune in for the rest of the week. And tomorrow, we're going to discuss wellness and being physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually healthy. And Thursday, we're going to talk about balancing everything with school, our social life, and if we have a job or other duties. Friday, we're going to wrap it all up and discuss finding ourselves throughout this wonderful journey. And like I said yesterday, it's not just about reaching your goal. It's about our journey. So we're going to enjoy this journey until we reach that goal that God has for us. And I just want to thank all of you for tuning in. This wonderful youth success week that's keeping you in the know on Veronica Bellamy Inspired. And tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and get some valuable information. And hey, we'll be having guests every day this week, so don't miss it. But I truly do thank each and every one of you. So if any listeners have any questions, feel free to contact the boss lady, Ms. Veronica Bellamy at info at dot and you can have you can even contact me at angel at com as well and I am open to ideas too so if any parents or kids have an idea about something they want me to speak on this week feel free to shoot me an email don't forget to go on iTunes and the Spreaker app and Ver- com to listen to the shows again and, and even play them for your friends. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in with me, Angel, the cool smart chick, this evening, and I'll see you next time. God bless. Thank
2: you
0: for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired. You successfully keeping you in the know with Angel, the cool smart
2: Oh God, this next generation needs you. God, you said that in the last days. You shall pride your spirit upon all flesh. You said that the young people shall prophesy. And God, the young people need you like never before. For the enemy is on attack. So now God, I pray against all type of gun violence. I pray against the shootings that's in our schools. I pray against suicidal thoughts. I pray against drugs. I pray against bullying. And I speak over the lives of the young people that they will not go into the hands of temptation. The young people will get back in place with you. They will hunger for holiness. And the hunger will be so great that it will be unexplainable. In the name of Jesus. God, uh, I declare right now uh, that we your young people, uh, we will present ourselves as Mr. sacrifice, uh, Our lives are in your hands. Uh, we make the choice. Uh, we make the vow right now uh, that God, we will not, uh, we will not give in to peer pressure. Uh, we will not give in God to suicidal God. We will not give in. And to what the enemy has to offer, we will not give in. And to the plans of the enemy, but God, we stand and we say we will be holy. We will keep our bodies pure. We will keep our bodies pure. We'll keep our minds pure. In the name of Jesus, we will not give in to drugs. We will not give in to drinking. We will not give in to smoking. But God, we will stand for holiness. We will stand for what's right. So, God, we cry out, purify us, Lord. Purify us, Lord. Sanctify us. Clear us, God. We will. be the one that will show the enemy that he is a liar. He will not have all the young people. He will not have our minds. We will be the one. We will be the example. We will be the chosen in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Young people right there where you are, just lift up your hands and begin to